And that leads us to our guest here in the 4 o'clock reset to help us preview this game. He is the co-host of ESPN Milwaukee's morning show, co-host of the Jen, Gabe, and Chewy show. He's Gabe Neitzel, and he joins us on Burns and Gambo. Gabe, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Fantastic. Have we pulled you away from your computer and Aaron Rodgers talk long enough <laughs> to talk a little Milwaukee Bucks basketball with us? Is that all right? Oh, man. This is such this is such a welcome reprieve from my day-to-day of trying to figure out. At least it's announced that he's going to be on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow so I can stop refreshing. I know when the announcement is coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it is it is it to the fans there feel it's time for a change to let Jordan Love have his opportunity? Um, I, I think some of it's sad, but I think a lot of people are just sick of the drama year in and year out. Is he going to be gone? Is he going to be coming back? And, um, you know, there's there's a lot that comes with Aaron Rodgers. I think the Jets are starting to feel that. Diana Rossini had the report of the wish list of players that uh, Aaron Rodgers wanted for the Jets to sign. Shockingly very similar to the list of players he wanted the Packers to keep around last year. Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb, Ellen Lazard, guys of that nature. So um, I think a lot of people are just kind of tired and, and curious to see what Jordan Love can do behind him because they, when they've gotten you know to crunch time in the playoffs, the Packers haven't gotten it done, and now the drama just seems to be a little too much for the way that he played last year. All right, let, let's let's talk Bucks and Suns. And my first my Thank first you. question really is: when the Suns made the trade for Kevin Durant, as as the, with the Bucks being probably the favorites to win it all this year, how is it viewed in Milwaukee? Um, well, I mean, that became the team, I think, that a lot of people kind of take a look at. And, um, you know, especially with then the addition after that, because then Jay Crowder goes away in that trade, and the Bucks finally get Jay, the guy that had been targeting for so long and been rumored to be interested for so long. Um, I think there'd be some excitement around that series, you know, getting another shot at the Suns, because the one thing, it would be interesting, the Suns, at least from my perspective, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but with that addition, I mean, they're, they're the, the, the top four that they have are just so good, so steady. But there's not a ton of depth behind that. Whereas the Bucks, I think the Bucks might be the deepest team in the, NF- in the NBA after they've added Jay Crowder and the way Joe Ingles has been playing. So the depth of the Bucks certainly to throw a number of different guys at Kevin Durant should these two teams meet up in an NBA Finals. I think it would be a fascinating Finals to watch. Kind of the star power versus the depth of what the Bucks have. Yeah, and I think the other thing is you know, Giannis's ability to cover KD, but I mean, Drew Holiday, his defense on Devin Booker is always sensational. So I think, you know, with the length that they have, that they that's the one team that really matches up. Well, I think Boston does too, but you got to be able to defend the Suns and Milwaukee has guys that can defend the Suns to keep players. Well, and that's what the Bucks do. I mean, you, you know Giannis, and, and he had another 40-plus point, 10-rebound game last night against the Kings, but what this team does the best, what they've always tried to preach ever since they, but Mike Budenholzer came to Milwaukee, is defense. And they have guys that absolutely buy in on that side. You mentioned Drew Holiday, Jay Crowder being another one of those guys. Brooke Lopez is a defensive player of the year type candidate. Giannis is one defensive player of the year. And that hasn't even mentioned Wes Matthews, um, a veteran whose minutes have been limited. But it wouldn't shock me at all if the Bucks get into some series and they just start to start Wes as, as their two guard, like they did last year because they want a little bit more defense versus the offense that Grayson Allen gives them. The, the best 
best thing that I think the Bucks have going for them with that depth. They can play so many different ways. Oh, you want to go big? Okay, the Bucks can go big. They can play Giannis at the three. Have Bobby Portis and Brook Lopez. They can go small and have Brook uh, and have uh, Giannis play the five. They can play so many different styles of basketball and kind of match up with just about anybody when they hit the postseason from a defensive perspective. Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee, the co-host of their morning show. He joins us here on the Burns and Gambo show as we're talking about the Bucks and the Suns coming up tonight. Gambo mentioned his number earlier today, and, and I, I would expect a lot of what you just said explains this 132 total minutes together for drew holiday chris middleton and Giannis so far this year i have to imagine part of that speaks to the depth that you've been speaking on for the last couple of minutes is there another factor behind this team that has allowed them to do as well as they have with their big three just not spending that much time together on the court yeah, I mean, 100%. It's where that depth comes from and, and different guys stepping up at different times. And, I mean, Grayson Allen has really – I think he was challenged in the offseason after he had a good opening round against the Chicago Bulls last year. I mean, he was mostly a shooter, and he's done some more things where he can kind of create different shots, where he is more comfortable attacking the rim. He's tried to get a little bit better defensively because I think that's one of the things he was challenged to do because to be on the playoff, to be on the court during the playoffs, you have to be better defensively. He was being picked on against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference semifinals last year. Joe Ingles has gotten healthy um, after they, you know, he was their big free agent acquisition during the offseason. They knew he wouldn't be able to join until midseason, and they had a minutes restriction on him. Okay, so now he gets healthy. He's starting to play back-to-backs. Bobby Portis was out for a while. Now he's getting healthy. Um, so just the combination of those guys getting healthy plus the depth that they have, especially at the wing positions now uh, with the addition of Jay Crowder. Um, you know, you have Crowder, Pat Connaughton, Wesley Matthews, all coming off the bench and then Chris uh, Middleton has been starting now so it's going to be really interesting um, for Mike Budenholzer to try to figure out the best rotation for those guys down the stretch because they're certainly depending upon matchups there's certainly guys who are going to have their minutes drastically cut once we hit the postseason because you know Giannis and Drew and Chris and guys like that are just going to get four minutes. Jay missed about seven eight months of basketball just not playing as the sun sat him um, and now he's got ten games under his belt is there still a feeling that he still has a ways to go, or do you feel like, okay, he's in his rhythm right now? No, I think he still has a ways to go. The Bucks have been really careful with him, um, and they've kind of been careful with a lot of guys that have come back um, who have been dealing with injury or if, it, if they've been sitting out, whether it's Ben Wesley Matthews or Joe Ingles, as I just mentioned. Chris Middleton has had minutes restrictions mostly, and it's been the same thing with Jay Crowder. He's kind of been limited in minutes. We haven't seen him a ton in crunch time lineups yet for the Bucks, so I think there's still a little ways to go for Jay to kind of get his feet under him, understand what you know um, what what's being asked of him on the offensive and defensive end. But uh, I think he's been able to gel with the guys right away, pretty immediately, because he was welcome here with open arms, and I think he was just ready to get going and get out there and play. But because he hadn't played in seven, eight months, they've been real careful because they don't want to ramp him up too quick, have him be injured, and, and kind of miss out on the last handful of games of the regular season, and then try to figure some of the stuff, stuff out when you're you know playing some teams in the playoffs. Last one for you, and I'll stick with the J topic then. Is there a enough time in the regular season for them to get the fully formed version of Jay that they want for the playoffs? Do they think they can completely get everything they want out of him by the time the playoffs start? I think so, and I think the luxury of that is the Western Conference is just such, it's so deep, right? Like, whoever ends up as that eight seed, who comes or comes out of that, they are going to give, um, you know, they're going to give the Nuggets a little bit of a test, whether that's 
what you know the Golden State Warriors, the Lakers in, in the East. The East just isn't as deep. You take a look at the three teams at the top, and the Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics. If the Bucks have the one seed, they won't have to worry about the other two teams until the conference finals, presumably. Um, but the bottom part of the conference is not as deep as the West. So even if they don't quite get everything that they want to figure out by the end of the regular season, yeah. I think those four or five games that they would end up playing in the opening round certainly would help in the progression of Jay, and he'll be ready, the, kind of the fully formed version that they were hoping for by the time you hit the Eastern Conference yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it that way. Gabe, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. And um, may enjoy enjoy it, the trade tomorrow of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Enjoy the Pat McAfee show tomorrow when this all becomes official because the, your your nightmare is going to be over there in Green Bay. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Seriously can't wait. And then we can focus on the Bucks and, and hopefully a, a long playoff run for them. <laughs> Sounds good. Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. Our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show previewing the Bucks game tonight, which starts at 7 o'clock. You'll hear it here on Arizona Sports.